Welcome to the Choose Again podcast. My name is Lydia Bachmeyer. I am an industry-leading mindset expert, manifestation mentor, ex-corporate leader turned entrepreneur, and most importantly, a stay-at-home mom to two sweet kids. My obsession is helping ambitious, spiritual, magical beings like yourself achieve what they once thought was impossible. You can have it all. And if you're looking to build an authentic, aligned, and abundant life, you are exactly where you're meant to be. My goal with this podcast is to provide you with resources, tools, strategies, inspiration, and motivation to help you uplevel your mindset and empower you to go after, achieve, and manifest everything you want. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of development, helping keep you on track with your goals as you get closer to your dream life and reminding you that in each moment, you have the opportunity to choose. Thank you so much for hitting that play button today and let's get into it. I am so excited to talk to you about one of the most taboo topics of all time, money, right? Why is it so taboo? Don't talk about money. It's rude to ask people how much they make. Don't brag about how much money you have. We're going to talk about seven negative money beliefs that you might have. And before we really get into that, I want to tell you a little bit about my experience with when I first heard about money mindset, because I thought it was a joke. My very first mentor that I remember ever talking about money with me and like sharing about different ways to look at it, different ways to think about it, associating yourself to it, immediately I... I rejected it and I thought he was ridiculous and I was like, um, no, I don't need that. And I was like, no, everybody wants money. Duh. And I thought that just wanting it was enough and like having the desire was enough. And I didn't understand the layers that really can be there with it and how we can be resisting it without meaning to all that money is something we have deep roots with and deep negative stories that we carry. And so when I first heard him talking about that, I was like, okay, rolled my eyes a little bit. Then I eventually came across this girl on Instagram who I thought she had really beautiful photos. And at that time, this was like two or three years ago. I, um, I didn't know how to Instagram really yet. Like I didn't know how to make my pictures look pretty and how to like frame a photo and how to like take pictures of myself. All my pictures are of my kids and were like dark and yellow and like terrible. And so this girl had these beautiful photos of her, not in yoga pants like me every day. She was wearing like dresses and skirts and had lipstick on. And I'm like, how do you wear lipstick? You know, anyway, so I was super inspired by her. And I downloaded one of her freebies because I could see she ran a business, which at the time wasn't one like I wanted to run. um, But I was interested on this freebie she had, downloaded it, It was a little fluffy and silly, um, but I used it, whatever. It was cute. And then, then I got funneled to something else she had, which was another free thing. Somehow I came across another free thing that was about money mindset and I had already, you know, with my first mentor kind of rejected it and been like, that's stupid. I don't need to work on that, right? My ego is telling me that I don't need it and I'm listening. And then I 
see it again from this other woman. And I'm like, okay, let's just see what this is. And she had like a three part freebie workbook around money mindset. And this woman, I will say probably comes from a similar privileged background as me, right? Middle class, not rich, not super poor, white, you know, lots of, we have privileges as white people, right? And as middle class, we are, we are, me and this girl, this other woman, right, had some similarities. So I was interested in her story in a way because I could relate to it where I was like, yeah, like, I mean, I don't feel like I have a negative money mindset. Like, I I don't feel like it's that bad. That was my opinion at that time because I was like, no, I didn't grow up like super poor. Like, we were middle class. We it comparatively felt poor because we were in a really rich community. Um, but I didn't. I thought I was fine, but I wasn't fine. I wasn't fine. And I learned that as I went through this free workbook and it was my first introduction into money mindset. And I'm super grateful for it to this day because I was really able to uncover so many of my own stories and really work hard on them. And I mean, now, you know, we own a very successful business And I have this business that I'm doing, this coaching business that this podcast is sort of talking about the topics that I help my clients with, right? And I now am at a place to where I can help others with their money mindset, with these techniques that I have, we can uncover them and we can rewire them. So I love, love helping people with their money stories now And I wouldn't be doing it if it wouldn't have been for that first freebie. So if you are somebody and you've listened up to this point and you're still like I used to be and you're like, I don't need this. Like, of course I want money. I'm telling you that's not enough. Wanting something does not mean that you will get it. Wanting something does not mean that you are an energetic match for it. It doesn't mean that you deeply believe you are worthy or able to have something. And the same thing goes for money. So Everybody's got everybody's got money stress, right? Every single person unless they are actively consciously working on it, right? The average person is what I mean. The average person doesn't matter how wealthy they are or how poor they are. The average person unless they have worked on their money mindset, they stress about money. I've known millionaires and I have known broke people who have the same stress level about money, right? Same exact level of stress. But now to be clear, stress level has nothing to do with point of attraction necessarily, right? You can still manifest when you are stressed out. You definitely can still manifest money from a stressed, anxious place. But why carry it, right? Why stress about it? Why have it be something that has to be a struggle and that you have to work really, really hard to get or that that you never have enough or that you're not good with it or that there's always a sacrifice or that nobody wants to pay for anything and everybody's cheap and rich people are greedy, right? Who wants to believe that? Let's go run back through all of those because these are the top seven negative money beliefs that you might have that I find my clients have and that I help people deal with. 
and get over and move past and go from this place of scarcity to this new view of the world as being truly abundant and not just saying it, not just saying, oh, I believe in an abundant universe, but then all, then like acting one completely other way, right? You know what I'm talking about. You know if you're one of those people or you know if you know people like that where they claim to be abundant, they claim to believe in it, but they're not there yet. Their subconscious isn't on board or that conscious critical faculty immediately rejects it, right? And doesn't let that through. Yes. So here we go. Here is the first one that I want to talk about. The first negative money belief that you might have is that making money is hard and that I have to work hard to get it. Just think about that for a second. Does that sound like you? Do you believe that making money is hard or that you have to work really hard to make money? You got to work long hours. You got to slave away in corporate America, right? Do you believe that? Ask yourself, be honest, be honest with yourself. The second one is I never have enough money. That one is so common, so common. I never have enough money. So maybe you can make it. Maybe making money is hard, but you still do it. You can still earn a lot of money. And this this used to be me. It was always really easy to make money. I could always get a raise. I could always get a new job. I could always make it, but it felt like I still never had enough. There was always more, other something else I wanted to buy, another trip I wanted to take, another thing, another thing that I wanted. And so it always felt like I never had enough. Is that one you? Number three, not good with money, right? Now, they're super common one. I'm not good with money. I don't know how to budget. I don't know how to save. I don't know how to invest. This one's super common, and it's really an easy way to be repelling money because there's this worry that, ah, if I were to get a lot of money all of a sudden, would I just blow it all? Think about it like lottery winners, right? They very often blow through all their money. <laughs> very often. So maybe that's one that you have, that you're not good with money, that you don't know how to budget, you don't know how to spend it right, you don't know how to invest it, save all that. Is that one you? The next one is I have to sacrifice something for money. So this could be I can either be rich in money or rich in love, right? I can either have a lot of money or have a lot of time with my family. Is that one you? Do you have that? That one's super common also. Or sacrifice a ton of time, right? Maybe you believe that I got to work 80 hours a week in order to have the money that I want. Or I have to work at this 50 plus hours a week job at Target in order to make money. Is that what you believe to be true? Like me, I used to believe that. <laughs> Another super common one is people don't want to pay me, right? Or my skills aren't worth much. And this one is probably more for my entrepreneurs out there, right? People don't want to pay for your services is kind of what you believe. Or, oh, I'm charging too much. Like my skills aren't really worth that. Like maybe I should lower my price down to 
X amount an hour instead of whatever it was before, right? Because people don't want to pay for that. Just because you haven't made a sale, if you are a new entrepreneur, it does not mean that you are not worth what you feel you are worth, right? Let's say you had a mentor who tells you your service is worth at least $1,000 a month, right? Maybe you just haven't talked to enough people, right? If you know that your service, there's a need for it, you know that, right? You will find the right clients. You will. It's just a matter of finding them. It doesn't mean that you're not worth it, but that's a very common belief that your skills aren't worth much. Got to lower your price. Another one here is people are cheap and don't like to pay for things. That's a super common money belief is that people are super cheap. They want to get free stuff. Nobody wants to pay for anything. And if you have that belief, I want you to really think about like everybody, everyone's cheap. There's nobody out there who likes to pay for nice stuff. We know that that's not true because look at all these ridiculous luxury brands, right? That people are so happy to pay a lot, a lot, a lot just for a brand name when it's like the same product as something else, right? Not everybody is cheap. We can disprove all of these, all of these beliefs, right? And the last one here is that rich people are greedy or bad. And I think, especially right now, at least here in the US, the climate that we have, this rich people are greedy or a certain political party maybe is greedy or <laughs> people care more about money than other people right? People care. That one I'm seeing a lot all over the place right now. People care more about the economy than they do about people. Rich people do, right? Rich people care more about the economy, about their business, about getting tax breaks than they do about insert name of oppressed community here, right? That's a super common belief. And what I will say to that last one is that money doesn't do that to people, but it's really common to believe that, but it doesn't, right? Money's really just a magnifier of what you already are and who you already are, right? You're not going to be a bad person when you accumulate wealth. You're not going to all of a sudden have new values and new morals and believe completely different than you do now. No. When you accumulate all of the wealth, all of the abundance, all of that money that you desire, it's just going to magnify more of who you are now. So once you have that resource and that tool to go out and make an actual real difference in your community, think about all of the ways that you can give back, all of the people who you can support financially, right? You'll be able to be in a place where your needs are more than met. And so you can help others and donate and give back to the people who have helped you in your life, right? One of my favorite, favorite, favorite ever comparisons to money, right? Just labeling it as a tool. We're reframing it and seeing it as the tool that it is. It's from the book, Supercoach. He called it, um, money is like a hammer. 
So just replace the word money with the word hammer, right? People with more hammers are bad. <laughs> I can never have enough hammers. I'm not good with hammers, right? When you replace the word money with all of these, with the word hammer, and you think about it as just an actual tool, it's so much more empowering to look at it and be like, oh, okay, so I can just actually learn how to use a hammer, right? Oh, I see. You know, it has such a different, it, it feels so different, right? We charge money with all of this extra energy just because we've decided to, because we've decided to give it all of this extra meaning. And when you work on your money mindset, when you not only consciously reframe like the hammer thing that I just suggested, but when we go back through and remove all seven of these beliefs, right? And we now see them all differently. And we now believe a completely, a something completely new. We see it so new and it's like, oh, okay, so it's just a tool. It's just a resource, but we actually believe it. Our opportunities change, right? The ways that we see our world around us, it completely changes. And we open up this perspective that we've carried for so long with these seven negative beliefs about money and about people who have money, right? And now we have the opportunity to see it in such a different way. So instead of it being hard to make money and always having to work hard to get it, eventually we can believe that making money is easy. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't always feel like it, but it can be. It can be very easy. And there are lots of people who believe that it is. We can go from I never have enough money to I always have more than enough. Right? We can go from I'm not good with money to believing I'm great with money. I'm excellent with money. I know what I'm doing. My money makes more money, right? We can go from I have to sacrifice something in order to get money to I can have it all, right? I can live a life of balance. I can make it work to where I can believe this new thing, that I can have everything. And once we completely align with that belief, the opportunities can come. We can see them in a whole new light. Going from believing people don't want to pay me or my skills aren't worth much, right? We can see that really our gifts are worth massive compensation. We can go from people are cheap and don't want to pay to everyone loves to pay for amazing things like what I offer. And you know, the rich people are greedy piece we already talked about. Really, money's a magnifier, like I said. So with more money, you're just going to be more you. So it's a resource that only magnifies your current character. So those are the quick reframes for those seven beliefs. And you're not going to go immediately, right, from right now to maybe carrying those beliefs. Or maybe you're somebody who's been impacted greatly by this pandemic. And the career that you once had doesn't exist in the way that it used to anymore. And what I'll say for that is that 
the stress about money, the worry about money, it's always been there. The pandemic didn't create it. It's just brought it to light. It's made us face it. So if you're someone now who you're here dealing with this, it's difficult, right? But we can take that hard thing and turn it into something that we can see as a challenge. And then from there, take that into something that's an opportunity. This is an opportunity to heal your story with money, to heal these beliefs that you have, to shift your energy, to learn a new skill, to see things as an opportunity, to see it as, yeah, what I used to do, I can't do anymore. So instead of focusing all of the time and effort on, I can't do that now, well, what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do going forward, right? This is pushing you through to try something else, to learn something else, to expand your horizons as corny as that is, right? But that's what we're doing right now. We have this opportunity now more than ever to learn how to lead a life of freedom and work remotely. How can you learn a skill that you can do from anywhere, right? This is our opportunity. And even though it's really, really hard, and it's hard to see it as that all the time, we have the opportunity to work on this and to see this differently from now on. My last little piece of advice here is the same thing that I kind of always say when it comes to any type of mindset work is that the you know, the real mastery is in the maintenance. So it's not like you do your mindset work for a couple months and then you're good to go for the rest of your life. It doesn't work like that. The mastery is in the maintenance. So we are always working on it. Always. We are always going to be improving and up-leveling. Always. We are always going to be working on staying in alignment because we shed these old versions of ourselves and we evolve into these new ones constantly, constantly. I could probably talk for an hour on all the different versions of myself I've shed just in the past year, right? And that's, again, us seeing the beauty and what 2020 has brought has really been the opportunity to evolve We've been forced to, we've been forced to. So money mindset is no different, right? Maybe you've taken a money course before. Maybe you feel like I've already done this work or maybe you're completely brand new like I was. And this is a perfect starting point for you. For You're gonna be doing this now for the rest of your life, basically. Now for the rest of your life. If you're entrepreneurial like me and you've started a few businesses or maybe you're thinking about starting one or whatever level you're at, or even if you work in corporate America still, right? You still want to work on your money mindset because you're still attracting bonuses and raises and promotions and new jobs, right? Maybe you have a side hustle, whatever, whatever it is for you, you want to be working on this. And, and it's not only for the maintenance, But like I said, you will up level, you will reach points where you're making more money than you've ever made before. And you don't want to be at the point to where you don't feel like it's right and you backslide, right? Or maybe you get an opportunity and then you block it from manifesting because there is a deep-rooted fear or concern 
in regards to worthiness, in regards to money. So we're always, always going to be working on this. Whatever level you are currently at, there will always be a new one that you will rise to. Right? So I have some really fun stuff coming out for Black Friday to help with this. And I do have a new freebie around money stress that's going to be coming out. So if you're looking to manifest money, I want you to make sure that you're following me on Instagram and on TikTok and that you're in my Facebook community so that you can find out when this comes out. Get on my email list if you're not yet because I'm going to just send this to everyone who's already getting my emails. It's going to be a really, really great hypnotic recording to really help calm any money stress, especially going into the holidays. I feel like this time of year, especially, people always spend a lot more than they usually do. So this is going to be an amazing freebie, and there's gonna it's going to be two parts. So it'll have that hypnotic recording, and then it's also going to have some manifestation magnifier tips for you as well because... We all want to manifest more money, don't we? I know that we do. I know I do, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. So if you feel resistance to even speaking about wanting more money, if you feel guilty about that, then listen to this episode again, but also keep an eye out because the programs I have coming, the things that are, the freebies that are coming out, the programs that are coming, this is going to be for you and to help you heal your money story. Before you go, I want to remind you that you are loved. You matter. You are important and valuable to me and so many others. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It means a lot. Until we chat again in the next episode, come grab some extra inspiration from me over on Instagram and TikTok at Lydia Bachmeyer, and make sure you're inside the Fierce Manifestors group on Facebook. It's our own little corner for magical high vibes and manifesting secrets. All of the links you'll need are down in the show notes, so make sure we're connected and then get out there and start taking some marvelous messy action toward manifesting your dreams.